0: Good morning. It's Wednesday morning. I hope you're having a great week this week. It's good to be with you again for our online video devotional. Uh, many of you are watching this on Facebook or on YouTube or through emails. Um, we're also uh, walking alongside our Rooted in Christ for this week. So I hope that I, you, however, you're consuming this, whether it be through written, whether it be through recorded, whether it be the video, uh, whether it be through our podcast, I hope this is a a blessing to you. Today we're going to be continuing with Joshua 24: 1 through 3, verses 14 through 25 as well. And today we're going to look at the world of the text. What's actually happening here on the paper? So let's look at um, let's look at this passage again. We will read it to you again. Joshua 24: 1 through 3, 14 through 25. Then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem, and summoned all the elders, the heads, the judges, and the officers of Israel. They presented themselves to God. And Joshua said to the people, Thus says the Lord God, the God of Israel. Long ago, your ancestors, Terah, and his sons, Abraham, and Nahor, lived beyond the Euphrates and served other gods. Then I took your father Abraham from beyond the river and led him through all the land of Canaan and made his offspring many, and I gave him Isaac. Now, verse 14. Now, therefore, revere the Lord and serve him in sincerity and faithfulness. Put away the gods that your ancestors served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. Now, if you're unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day who you will serve. Whether the gods of your ancestors serve in the region, re, region beyond the river, the gods of the Amorites in the land where you're living, but for me and my household will serve the Lord. The people answered, Far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For it is the Lord our God who brought us out of the, brought us and our ancestors from the land of Egypt out of the house of slavery, who did great si- signs in our sight. He protected us along the way that we went among the peoples for whom we passed. The Lord drove out before us all the peoples, the Amorites who live in the land. Therefore we will serve the Lord, for he is our God. But Joshua said to the people, You cannot serve the Lord, for He is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign, foreign gods, they will turn and do you harm and consume you after having done you good. The people said to Joshua, No, we will serve the Lord. Then Joshua said to the people, you are witnesses against yourself and have chosen the Lord to serve him. And they said, we are witnesses. He said, then put away the foreign gods that are among you and incline your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. People said to Joshua, the Lord, our God, we will serve and him we will obey. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day and made statues and ordinances for them at Shechem. Okay, every time I read this, y'all, I just think of a wedding because in the church, when you have a wedding, the first thing, uh, the first part of the ceremony is what's called the Declaration of Intent. And this is the part where the bride's given away. But basically, at that point, after the bride's given away, I look to the husband and wife, and I say, okay, um, do, you, do you promise to keep each other, to have and to hold from this day forward for rich or for poor? That's not the vows. The vows are, I, Andy, take you, Holly, to be my wife. Okay, that's the vows. That's me talking to Holly when we got married. The declaration of intent is saying, okay, yes, I declare that I'm going to do these things. I'm going to have and hold from this day forward for better, or for worse, richer, and poor. I'm declaring my intention to enter into this covenant with you. That's what Joshua's doing here. He's making the Israelites declare their intent to enter into union with God in many ways. It's much like a marriage. And so let's look at the text of what we see here. What we see... Is we see a summation of the history, the history of Israel and their idolatry in many ways, because we see that he calls everyone together, all the elders, the heads, the judges, everyone, all not just the people, but all the leadership, and he says, "Thus says the God of Israel, I called Abraham out, and I gave him his promises, these promises. Now, your 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 ancestor Terah, he served." gods beyond, false gods beyond the river. And in Egypt, some follow the Egyptian gods. And there are the gods, the Amorites, all around you. And so you have all the, you have a history. There, 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 there's a history in your past of your ancestors serving false gods. That's a consistent theme throughout your story. Your ancestor Terah did it. Your ancestors in Egypt did it. Your parents did it. You've done it. So choose that path. Choose that path if you desire. Or, he says, um, put away these gods and serve the Lord. But if you're unwilling to do it, um, but as for me and my house we're going to serve the Lord. He's laying out for the people these two choices you can serve these gods of your ancestors like your your, your your ancestor Terah, like your, like your neighbors, you can serve these gods or you can serve the Lord. Choose. Now, and he says, it doesn't matter to me what you choose to do. Me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. We're going to be faithful to the Lord God who led us out of Egypt. And there's an interesting thing here. Interesting thing. He says, uh, that people say, far be it from us that we should not serve the Lord. We're going to serve God. And, uh, Joshua said, verse 19 says, you can't serve the Lord. He's a holy God. He's a jealous God. He will not forgive the transgressions of your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, he will turn and do you harm. People said, no, we're going to do it. Joshua is pushing them in this text over and over and over and over again to mean what they say. To mean what they say. Your ancestors served these false gods. Okay. Choose that path. Choose to serve the false gods like your ancestors served. Choose to serve the gods, the Amorites, like your neighbors are serving, or choose to serve God. But choose. And they say, we want to serve God. It's like, you can't do that. You can't serve God. You're not faithful enough. And they push back and say, no, we want to serve God. Joshua is pushing the people here to make a choice. What would you choose to do? Will you choose to serve God, or will you choose to serve the gods of your neighbors? Choose. Choose. What are you going to do? And finally, they say, "We will serve the Lord." And Joshua pushed them multiple times to think about what they're doing, and finally, they say, "We will serve God." The text says that Joshua said, "You are witnesses against yourselves. You have chosen the Lord to serve Him." And they said, "We are witnesses. We agree that we've chosen to do this, and we bear the blame for the if if we disobey." We bear the blame. We suffer the consequences. Joshua wanted them to truly and honestly and frankly not rush into a decision, but to ponder. I don't want you to serve God today because you feel pressure. I don't want you to serve God today because your neighbors do. I don't want you to serve God today because you feel like it's an expectation that you serve God. Now that's that's very emotional and very trivial. I want each of us today to do what Josh was doing here with the people, and to consider we can serve the gods of our neighbors. And the gods of our neighbors, or well, we'll talk we'll talk about this tomorrow. What this means for us today, but I want you to consider today: Why do you serve God? Are you doing it because you have to? Because of the expectations? Are you doing it because you want to? Because the the reason why you serve God is because of an expectation or have to. That'll wear off. You'll eventually choose something else if you're serving God because you have to. Joshua wants us to, with clear eyes, consider our choices and decide if we really and truly want to follow God. As for me my house, will serve the Lord as Joshua's word to his people. My family and I, we're going to serve God. You do what you want to, we're going to serve God. Joshua wanted the people to consider all their choices. Consider everything and then choose. Serve God, don't. But make a choice. Make a choice. So today, do you serve God first and foremost? If you are serving him, why? Is the expectation of others, or is it your choice to truly enter into the life that is found only in Jesus Christ? Choose. Today, you and I, that's what we have to do. We have to choose who we're going to follow. So may we choose wisely. Love you guys. Uh, Join us tonight for Bible study. We're going to have Bible study at 6 o'clock here online at St. Matthew's. I, I pray that you'll be with us. And if you're around Madison Day at noon, we're going to have a time of prayer for our nation. In light of the election, uh, we want to have a time of prayer and unity and turn into God in the midst of all this. I hope hope if you're around the church around noon, we'd love to have your word. Come pray with us. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be a time of prayer. Thanks for watching today. Hope you have a great day. We'll see you you tonight for Bible study at 6 o'clock. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Have a great day.